There is only one remedy for ignorance and thoughtlessness, and that is literacy. Millions and millions of children will today stand in no need for sex education or any of those fake educations if they had had in the first place an education. This is a quote by Richard Mitchell. Hello everyone, welcome to this series on parent-child sex education brought to you by Orgasm Reform Institute to celebrate the May 27, 2022 Children's Day. During the course of this series, we are going to be talking about the relationship between parent and child, role of parent in child sexuality education, what comprehensive education is and isn't, made on parent-child sex education, and last but not least, advantages of a sexually informed child to the development of the nation. It is no longer news that our little ones are growing up in an immoral society. It is no longer news that our little ones are growing up to see a very high degree of sexual decadence in the society. And these little ones are not even safe. They are not safe. We've heard stories of little children being sexually abused. And this is not even gender specific. Both the guys and the females are all getting sexually abused in secondary school, even in primary schools. Even in primary school, even within their environment, in their families, we've heard stories of uncles raping, raping their female cousins, raping their nieces and all. We've heard stories of mates sexually abusing the boy child at home. It's high time we rose up and start taking in t- taking responsibility for the sexual sanity of these little ones. It is high time we arose and sensitize our parents that they have a role to play in grooming sexually sane children. We can no longer lie to ourselves that the fact that our parents do not teach us, do not have this sex conversation with us, do not affect us negatively. Of course, it did. Because had it been our parents had this sex education discussion with us, sex discussion with us growing up, we would have grown up to become better and sexually developed human beings. In a typical African home, the word sex cannot even, do I just say sex? In fact, I'm even going far. The word penis and vagina cannot be mentioned. In a typical African home, you can't give your private part their names. You can't you can't even say it loud. You will be scolded. And this has in a way deteriorated the kind of information we should have about sex. Now people are scared to talk about sex, but they engage in sex the wrong way. Our parents are waiting for our schools to teach us. The schools are also waiting for the parents to teach us. No one is taking responsibility for this for the little ones sexual education and every day we have a lot of sexually immoral songs that are released songs that are very very low in morals and these little ones they listen to the songs they dance to the songs they sing these songs also and if those that are supposed to take responsibility for these children's sexual sanity are not taking responsibility, they will get their information from wrong places. 
we have our teenagers that are doing stuffs outside like even stuff that our parents can't boast of when they were teenagers we have the teenagers in this generation doing a lot of a lot of stuff sexually because they are not accountable to anyone no one has decided to take responsibility for them apart from the fact that these unguided behaviors can lead to unwanted unwanted pregnancies it can lead to being broken it can lead to addictions these are unguarded these unguarded behaviors can also lead to a child growing up to become an adult that is sexually insane they don't know how to control themselves sexually they think the opposite sex is sexual object objectification because I sincerely do not understand why a man in his 60s, 70s can go ahead to rape a young girl. I don't know what that man is trying to achieve. I don't know what that grandpa is trying to achieve. Raping someone you are old enough to give birth to. The society has been so bad sexually, so bad, and everyone is keeping quiet everyone is keeping quiet and our little ones are exposed to social media they're exposed to the internet they they can easily get access to unhealthy information regarding sex during the course of this webinar we're going to be sensitizing parents on different reasons why they should stand up and take responsibility for their children's sexuality take responsibility for the for our their children end up as sexual beings. They should take responsibility for the sexual sanity we want to see in the environment. Because if every parent tra- train their child to be a sexually sane being, there is going to be peace. There is going to be a level of sexual peace in the society. But our parents have kept quiet. And because I do not want us to also keep quiet when we become parents. So right now, we need to bring it to our consciousness. We need to begin to be intentional about our sexuality and what we want to give back to our children. Because we cannot continue like this. Sex is an important part of being human. It involves more than the physical act of intercourse with another person. Sex affects how we feel about ourselves as male and females and impact important choices we make as men and women. And if these little ones grow up to become sexually insane beings, it is going to negatively impact choices they make as men and females. They will not be able to see the opposite sex and look at something tangible. Look at someone tangible. They will see something that they'll see the person as someone that should satisfy their sexual desires laying a groundwork to help kids develop a healthy understanding of sex can feel overwhelming but when done correctly it's able to produce same results that also benefits the society so this goes beyond us it goes beyond our nuclear family this is for the benefit of the society like I said earlier, if every parent decides to start taking responsibility for the sexual sanity of their children, the society will be at peace sexually. 
there's going to be a reduction in the level of sexual decadence we have in our society and yes it can be overwhelming it can because sex education starts starts from even we should start teaching our children our toddlers basic things so i know you don't i know it is possible we are careful we don't want to say too much we don't want to teach too much it can be overwhelming but even before we, we think of doing too much or doing less let us even be ready to do the work let us be ready to commit to the work our parents kept quiet and we can see the result of their keeping quiet we do not want to see this same result in our own generation when we become parents we want to see want to see our society better sexually and it starts from us it starts from what we want to start doing now it starts from what we are even doing with our sexual lives now sex education is expected to be initiated early age-appropriate and taught comprehensively comprehensively i know the church does just amazon the fact that don't access to marriage gives you rules and regulation abstinence this and this and that that is the church please we as parents we need to rise up and do more no sex to marriage has not saved our society they said the fact that we've always had no sex to marriage in church we still have people in church that are still fornicated that are still even doing worse things that those in the world so for how long do we keep deceiving ourselves there is a need to initiate comprehensive sex education comprehensive being open to our children it is a lot of work it is something we need to be intentional about there's something we need to commit to doing commit to doing and i believe that throughout the course of this of this series you are going to be enlightened you are going to be enlightened you yourself you are going to become a more sexually sane being which will also help you to produce sexually sane children extending to a sexually sane society join me as we pivot so our first outline here says relationship between parent and child relationship between parent and child before you start teaching your child about sex education let's start with you what kind of parent are you what kind of being are you what kind of being are you if you are going to define yourself who are you how do you relate with your child what kind of relationship do you have with your child even outside sex education now like as a parent to a child what kind of relationship do you have with your child can your child easily come to you and talk to you about anything or immediately you honor the day that you are back everyone start running elter scatter the kind of person you are as a parent will impact on the kind of results you will get when it comes to sex education because if you are a kind of parent that is ash always the cranky face your child you know to tell you that hey mom this thing happened to me sexually or stuff and stuff like that so let's start with you as a parent who are you who are you and for the singles that are listening to this that have not that are not yet married this is a this is a very very good time for you to start thinking about the kind of parent you want to be you don't want to be someone your parents 
run away from at every your children run away from at every little opportunity they cannot talk to you they cannot share their bodies with, with you and all so as a being before you even start sex education with your child you want to make sure you are a lovable lovable person you want to make sure your personality is attracting you want to make sure you are someone your children can easily talk to they can say anything to you and if you grew up in a home where you where your parents were not this kind of person your parents were ash it is going to be very very difficult for you to not be ash because that is what you saw growing up so it's going to take a lot of work for you to be a loving parent for you to be a parent your children can easily talk to and when it comes to your children, I want to believe you, are, you should be ready to put in the work to being a lovable person, to being, to having a good personality. And like I said earlier, the manner or behavior of a parent plays a role on how sexual sex education impacts on the children. I know your parents didn't teach you about sex. I know your parents didn't tell you about sex education i know you didn't even have the mind to tell your mommy that hey mom i'm in i'm in love with you're in love with kidding how old are you like i knew we grew up in that kind of environment yes but i believe you should be able to commit to be to being a more responsive parent a more responsive parent a more responsive so I want you to start from now. Don't you don't need to wait till when you give it. Start from now. How responsive are you to those in your society? How responsive are you to your siblings? How responsive are you to those you are privileged to help to render help to? So your personality goes a long way. Your personality goes a long way. If you are an aggressive person, then you need to you need to start working on that weakness and if you're already married and you've given birth to children and you're an aggressive person you can still start working on yourself you can start working on yourself you know if you say it is too late i have children already they know i'm aggressive no let them work on yourself let them see let them see the difference and let them know that you are doing this for them because you cannot raise sexually sane children if you're an aggressive parent and you want to use the aggressive method, it will not work. It will not work. Your children will not respond to you. They will not respond to you. And another personality you also have is a kind of parent that is immoral, doesn't care. You cheat, you drink, you smoke, and your children see you do these things. How are you going to tell them about comprehensive education and they will listen to you? No, they won't. Because as parents, we lead by example. They see us first doing it. When we talk about it, that is the second time they are exposed to that information. As parents, we lead by example. If we want to produce a certain result in our children, we should be wise enough to start first. Another personality parents who live in denial 
oh no my parent my child doesn't know what sex means no my child can never watch porn no my child does not read romance novel no my child is this my child cannot be immoral my child cannot be this no like we have a lot of parents living in denial they they don't want to come to the fact that they have a teenage child that is already exposed to a sexual information somewhere and we have a lot of us african parents sitting comfortably on this table living in denial living in denial as a parent as a parent you have you have a say on whatsoever it is your child is doing you are responsible for your child's action you are responsible for the kind of information your children are exposed to so we can't afford to live in denial if we are going to be truthful to ourselves we will know we will know the damage that happened in our lives just because our parents kept quiet just because our parents told no we are not doing this no, but we are engaging those things so as a parent listening to this and a parent in future a parent to be I do not want it to be someone that will live in denial. Be, res- be responsible for your child's sexual health. Be responsible. And another set of personality are parents that are nonchalant. Nonchalant. The signs are everywhere, but they are busy. They cannot decode. They cannot. De- your, your child is silent keeping to herself you cannot decode that something is wrong and we find people these ones they are these ones are usually parents to those that have been sexually abused you see your child maybe for example you're betting for your girl child in the morning and she's always keeping up a vagina from you she doesn't want you to wash her vagina it's spinning out or something i most what most people would do is just to shout come on open your legs let me and that child is trying to pass a message but the parent is nonchalant the parent is busy but guilty or oh, a, a child that is always energetic and the child start keeping to himself or herself but you cannot see the only question you can ask is are you hungry do you need money what kind of toys do you do you want me to buy we cannot decode that there might be something more this kind of parents are busy but guilty the signs are always there but they can't see it because they are always busy they are always busy or even if there is even a child that really wants to talk about what she's going through sexually a busy parent will always be like oh i'm sorry i have a flight to catch tomorrow morning you can't we can't talk until there is a major damage then they'll start blaming themselves a lot of personality that we cannot mention here but please if you are listening to this the manner or behavior of a parent plays a role on how sex education impacts on the child what kind of relationship do you have with your child what kind of relationship do you have with your child what kind of relationship do you have with yourself with yourself 
another thing is also what kind of relationship do you have with sex as a parent what kind of relationship what what was what, your experience with sex what's your, what's your relationship with sex what's your experience with sex because if you are not careful you are going to pass this to your child you are going to pass this to your child if you are not careful that's why we have a lot of parents telling their child be careful don't work with guys don't like a guy to touch you don't like a guy to see your pants because they are speaking from a place of pain they are speaking from a place of that's 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 speaking from a depth they've not addressed so your relationship with sex also impacts on the sex education your child gets from you like i posted some time ago your sex your sexual mistake is not comprehensive sex education you don't teach your children your sexual mistakes and pass it across as comprehensive education. No, it is wrong. It is wrong. So before you have sex education with your child, you want to be sure that you are on a journey to being a sexually sane being yourself. And you're forgiving yourself of any kind of awful, unforgiving experience you you've had with sex growing up because you do not want to pass that to your child you don't want to pass that to your child so your your experience with sex as a parent either growing up or after marriage also impacts on the kind of information your child will get from you in addition to your experience with sex another point also is your thought pattern about sex your thought pattern your thought pattern about sex what do you think sex is what do you think sexuality is because when, when, when we say sex a lot of people think penis entering vagina but when i say sex i mean psychological aspect of sexuality and all what's your thought pattern about sex what's your thought pattern and obviously thought pattern that belief systems that are easily passed from generation to generation your mother told you this you believed it you held on to it it produced a result in your life and you also want to tell your child the same thing you, you don't even care to find out if it is wrong or it is right what's your thought pattern about says what belief system have been passed to you from the previous generation what people call generational cause is a way of living that have been passed down from one generation to another generation there's even a popular example people use that when a mother gives birth to a child out of wedlock there is a there's an high probability that that child will also give birth out of wedlock that is a thought pattern at work that is a mindset because that mother will always portray that kind of living it is either she's always telling a child don't do this don't do that when i was a teenager i gave birth to you i don't want to to give birth to your own child as a teenager she's always focusing on her mistakes and energy attracts your focus attracts energy and it produces results 
So when a mother that gives birth to a child out of wedlock is always focusing on that mistake, she's, she's, she's able to continually draw energy to that thought pattern and to produce results, to produce results again in that child. So what people call generational curse is a way of living that has been passed down from one generation to another generation. And until a generation decides to question that thought pattern, they will continue producing the same result, either positive or negative. So what, what thought pattern has your parents passed down to you? And until, until you question that thought pattern, you will produce the same result your, your parents produce because that is the possibility that was modeled to you. That was a possibility that was modeled, modeled to you. If your understanding of sex is insane, you will pass the insane information in you to your children. So it is not enough for me to start saying, parents, teach your child about sex, give them age-appropriate information, engage in comprehensive sex education. I need to help you understand the role your relationship with your child will impact on the sex education you are giving them. The role your experience with sex will impact on that sex education. And the role the thought pattern that has been passed from your generation to you will impact on your child. So before you think of engaging in sex education with your child, you want to be sure that you have a personality that will allow your child to respond to you. A personality that will allow your child to respond to you. And that is a lot of work. If you do not grow up in an environment where your parents were accommodating, less aggressive, response, responsive. And as a parent, you should be ready, to, you should be able to commit to that work. You want, to, you want to be able to know, you want to be sure you have a good personality. You want to be sure that you have a sane relationship with sex. You are not... You are no longer regretting over a mistake. You've forgiven yourself. You've gone through a deep soul walk. You've, you've gone through healing process. You no longer focus on your mistake. You've forgiven everyone that has, in one way or the other, sexually abused you, took advantage of you, or anything. And you've gone through an healing, a healing process. So you won't bleed on your children. So you won't bleed on your children. Like I said earlier, your painful story shouldn't be the basis of sex education with your children. It will project fear on them. It will project insecurity. It will project a lot of things that will not allow them to be developed. And another thing is also that you should be intentional in raising sexually sane children, irrespective of how the society portray sex so irrespective of the of what the music industry is producing regarding sex irrespective of what nollywood is producing regarding sex irrespective of the soap operas the tv shows even cartoons do we really want to talk about cartoons a lot of things are happening 
irrespective of how the society portrays sex, we want to be intentional, we want to be ready to put in the work, commit to raising sexually sane children. And as parents and parents-to-be, we can no longer leave this conversation to, to the schools or to the church. We need to step in and take charge of our children's sexuality. We need to step in and be intentional in raising our children as sexually sane beings. And this one leads us to the next outline, the role of parents in child sexuality education. Who takes charge of a child's sexuality education? Sexuality is an essential component of healthy development for young people. WHO and the report from the 1994 International Conference on Population and Development emphasized the importance of healthy sexual development to overall mental and physical well-being. Sexual socialization of babies and children begins at home. I wonder why our parents didn't have this information. Sexual socialization of babies and children begins at home, where parents have the opportunity to emphasize their most deeply held values. Remember what I said earlier, what is your thought pattern about sex? Because consciously or unconsciously, you are going to pass it to your child. It can be your most deeply held values and it can be to the detriment of that child development. So before you start talking to your child about sex, you want to make sure you are right to do it. You are old enough to do it. Parents and other family members often often have the power to guide children's development towards healthy sexuality as a natural, normal, and progressive experience within the life circle. When you when you start, and obviously we recommend age-appropriate sex education. So when you chat with your toddler the right kind of information for his age. When he becomes a teenager, he's going to find it easier to come to you and talk to you about sex because you started long ago with him or her. And the connection is already there. The relationship is already there. So when when your teenager goes outside and his, and his friends or her friends tell them I can't, they can't talk to their parents about, about sex, like they feel weird because... They have, a par- they have parents at home that talk to them about sex and they are comfortable with it. So before you know it, they will even start bringing their, their friends home. Come and tell my mom. My mom will tell you what to do. She will tell you how to go about it. So this is beyond our nuclear home. It goes to the society. Parents and family members can help children develop and practice responsible sexual behavior and personal decision-making. Discussions of physical differences between men and women and parents' responses to how children use sexual language help shape 
children's awareness of sexuality. Parents teach children and their values and behavioral expectations through these explicit and implicit messages and actions. So it is the responsibility of parents to work with trusted adults and institutions to build the urge around their kids who are increasingly vulnerable to child molestation or sexual abuse. As parents, we can no longer keep quiet. We need to take responsibility. We need to take responsibility for our children's sexual health. For our children's sexual health. The important role parents play in a child's sexuality education includes, but they are not limited to this. One, providing the family perspective. What does your family believe about sex? What positive information do you want to pass to your children so your children can pass to their own children? Two, supporting your child's level of comfort in discussing sexually related issues. Three, maintaining an open dialogue with the school about the school-based sexuality education program. But I doubt if there is a school in this country that does sexuality that does school-based sexuality education program i doubt it four responding positively and supportively to learning opportunities at home like in your regular conversation just chip it in there is always a need to talk about sex every day it is not until when you say oh yeah everybody come together come together it is time for sex education no no No, but even things we do not expect can lead us to sex education at all. Another example is attending school parent information meetings. You attend these meetings, you share your mind as parents, share wisdom and all. And finally on my list, being equipped to teach and impart sound values you don't need to have a bsc degree before you will be able to teach your child on sex education the basic thing you need to have is to have a good personality have a positive thought pattern and have an experience to say that is sin and if you had a bad experience to say growing up you should have gone through a deep healing process a deep healing process. I believe this few minutes, I believe you've learned something and I believe you've gotten wisdom that you start applying with your children in your family and all. In the next in the next series we're going to be talking about what comprehensive education is and and is what comprehensive education is and isn't how to the steps on age appropriate sex education what you should teach a toddler what you should teach a teenager what you should teach a young adult about sex a lot of a lot of people that that went through sexual abuse is basically is basically because they didn't have an age appropriate sex education you, you hear guys girls say 
he pulled down my skirt and I do not know what to do. I did been she had been taught at home that a guy shouldn't pull down your skirt. She, the guy pulled down her skirt and she was silent because she didn't sense danger. But I did she, she had been taught at home. She would have sensed danger and obviously she would also be taught how to defend herself. So in the next episode, I'm going to be talking in-depthly on age-appropriate sex education, what comprehensive sex education is and isn't. Till I come your way another time. Bye-bye. I am Olubusala Akisheyoju. The project with the Orgasm Reform Institute, which is a sexual intelligence institute that is committed to raising beings that are sexually sane and spiritually sound for the development of the nation and the world at large. Bye-bye. Have a nice day ahead.